0: Welcome to an all-new edition of Beckett Radio, live at my desk. Co-host Eric Norton. Eric, what's up, dude?
1: I, I like that we're at your desk.
0: <laughs> this is something different, and we're gonna see how it goes because I'm having computer issues.
1: And Now, do we have to be quiet?
0: That's that's kind of what I'm thinking. We should, you know, lower our voices, maybe a six-inch minimum, you know, oh, okay. but. Uh, so that's why we might sound a little different. A little bit different. But that's, yeah. But
1: we're going to do this the best we can.
0: Exactly. And and obviously, Becca Radio, we're going to continue to do what we do because that's what we do what we do. That's why we do what we do. Yeah. Are we doing
1: what we do? We we
0: usually do what we do. So why so don't we just continue to do what we do? All right. Let's do it. All right. So, so how's it been going, man? I I haven't seen you in a couple of weeks. It's been a while. Yeah. It, um, it has been a while.
1: I'm a, I'm a little bit dehydrated at the moment. Okay. That's so not good. That's not good. Uh... <laughs> Had some bad sushi. Oh. So uh, I'm paying the price now. But other than that, I'm doing well.
0: You know, and the weather outside oh, is man. not well. It's not. It's not going well for us.
1: 106 today?
0: Yeah, they were talking about it getting to the 110s, the 115s. Ugh. And it's only the beginning of August.
1: It's um, I'm going to be in Chicago next week for the coin show. There you go. And the highs are in the upper 70s. Enjoy it. I'm really looking yeah. forward to that. Uh, this is not the hottest I've ever experienced.
0: Okay, well, obviously, since you're an army man. You know, um, closer to 130. So but. what do you do when the weather gets that crazy? Nothing. You do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you try and find shade asap. Like, is, is what you should do.
1: Even the even the uh, extremists were like, "We're not gonna fight today. <laughs> it's, it's over." <laughs>
0: well, that's that's. I, I'm glad that there's a limit for for you know war. You know, right. Let's just let's just bump the heat up a little bit and and just call it a day. Let's you know do I mean? that. All right, so let's let's kind of get back to the card uh, industry because that's why we're all here. Uh, we're going to talk about the National Convention. Uh, a lot of stuff went down. Great convention, a busy convention, uh, which is great for the hobby, great for dealers, great for card people. Um, so it was a lot of fun. So we'll talk about that a little bit because there's some interesting news that came out of the TOPS Q&A that we'll come up with uh, or that we'll talk about and obviously 2015 Donruss football is something that's coming out that is really interesting. That's kind of taking it back to the roots, right. which is what we like. Um, we also have an interview with Commons for Kids, uh, Jerry Milburn, I think his name is, and they're based out of Kentucky, and it's, uh, it's a, actually a really good interview. Awesome. Um, and what they're doing, is a really good initiative to try and get kids into the hobby, and you know those stupid commons that no one likes anymore, they actually give them to someone who might enjoy them. You know,
1: I see that question a lot on boards and um, you know, Facebook and things like that. What do I do with my commons? Mm-hmm. Well, give them to kids, man. Yeah,
0: exactly. So we'll we'll have him on in a little bit, but let's start things off with uh, with this Donruss football because this thing looks awesome. All right, um, let me let me hear the wrap. All right, so the wrap we got 24 packs per box eight cards per pack. The set size is 300 cards. That's a big set. Um Yeah, it releases early September. Right now it's a September 2nd. It might change, obviously, but what to expect. You got three autographs for mem cards okay. four parallels, 23 additional short prints, and then seven base set short prints. You said 23. 23. <laughs> that is ridiculous. That's a lot of short prints. That's a lot of short prints. So, I mean, what's your take on short prints in, 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 in the set?
1: Uh, you know, uh, from a resale value they have they have a little bit of value when when the f- when the sets first get released yeah and, and after that they kind of die down mm. um, so if you hit them early that's cool short prints can be fun they, they give that hard to get aspect of the of the, of the set you know so yeah um well, I mean high I, numbers
0: and, well I, I was just gonna say with top series one is a great example because there's so many short prints and variations yeah that people go after those sure you know and they'll pay top dollar for the right person you know that's right but I think the biggest thing with this is that Panini's trying to bring back a nostalgic factor uh, with Donruss. I mean, they they released uh, or they are going to release Donruss Soccer which is going to be really interesting. I'm I'm a, obviously a big fan of soccer and it, it puts a cheaper price point for all, all the soccer fans out there to try and get a box of cards and but it, but it keeps that traditional aspect of, of the collecting side, you sure. know. You get your elite dominators, you get your passing the torch hopefully in that set, but with Donruss Football, you have all all the traditional stuff that's been in Donruss and and Elite and for for decades, you know. It's, I'm looking at it here. There's there's short print rated rookies and looks like on average it's four per box. Uh, Gridiron Kings is going to be in there. Awesome. Uh, classics, Gridiron Legends, uh, with a bunch of parallels. Obviously Dominators. That's going to be inserted one per box. The the rookies are going to be crazy crazy in this one, uh, and then obviously Elite and the Elite rookies uh, and the Elite series. So. It's gonna be interesting to see what happens with this with this product I think it's gonna be fine because I think the cheaper the products are the more people who are you know not breakers or not heavy individuals in the hobby they're gonna go after it you sure
1: know? do you know the price point on it yet
0: uh, it doesn't look like there's a price point on here but I, I would assume like 80 to 100 bucks It'd be all right so um, for for 24 packs yeah that's not bad you get three autographs or mem cards sure you know, and, and if you think about it, if you pull a Mariota or a Winston, boom, there you go. You know, that pays for the box and then some. And then some, You yeah. know? So we'll see what happens. September 2nd is the slated release date. Uh, but, yeah, look out for that. It, it looks like this is going to be the first time Donruss football has been released since 2002. It's been a while. It, it has been a while. So, you know, obviously we're all familiar with Donruss baseball, and that's been doing pretty well. Like I said earlier, Donra soccer, that might be interesting.
1: Good job, Panini.
0: Good job, Panini. Speaking of Panini, they did pretty well at their VIP party. Were were you checking out
1: the pictures? I saw the pictures. I I have to admit, I was a little bit.
0: I was jealous. I was jealous. Uh, With all my connections at Panini and I wasn't wasn't even able to snag a ticket, I'm a
1: little upset. It was at Soldier Field?
0: Soldier Field, yeah. um, And it looked like it was in one of their gala or ballrooms, you know, overlooks the field. And uh, it it looked like people could actually roam the stadium, like sit in a seat and look at, like, I mean, I'm not a big Bears fan. But still, Soldier Field is one of the most legendary stadiums out there, you know. Sure. Um, so that was cool. But I mean, the list of athletes that were there is what got me. Mike Tyson, Tyson, Kareem, Abdul Jabbar, John Wall, uh, Jabari Parker. I don't think John Wall was there. Jabari Parker was there. Uh, Ryan Sandberg, Ricky Williams, you know, running back from Texas. So, I mean, what what's up, Panini? Yeah, yeah, what's yeah.
1: up? I, I was looking. I was at home. <laughs> I was at home. Uh, yeah, uh, watching television, and I, I saw the picture started popping up, and uh, once I saw that Tyson was added to the <sighs> VIP party, Man. that was that was it for me. I was like, I can't, I can't look at these. Anymore. I can't, yeah, I'm just gonna get <laughs> pissed off right now. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, it it looked like the party was was definitely going down. Um, hopefully, you know, a lot of people got some big hits out of their black boxes. Uh, the the VIP gold packs are starting to hit the streets. I, I saw Dave and Adams have some stuff yep. available. Um, so that, that might be really interesting to see what, what's going to pop out of those. I
1: saw some breakers have... Have those up last night for yeah as bonus packs in in their breaks. You buy yeah, you yeah. get a gold pack.
0: See, and that's cool. Yeah. that's a, that's a big draw for these breakers because they're all trying to get you know there's so many out there. Sure, as we all saw, if you were there at the national with the breaker pavilion, you know you want to get the upper edge. Sure, you know you got to do whatever you can. You know, speaking of the breaker pavilion, I don't know if you saw pictures of the national, but it was crazy, man. Uh, the breaker pavilion was a lot of fun, and personally for me. I think that if they want to keep the breaker pavilion and the group breaks as successful as possible for the national, they need to tone down the amount of breakers Okay. at the show because I felt like there were just a little bit too many breakers there. I'm not saying that they don't deserve to be there because yeah, if you're a breaker, you you deserve a spot. But I think to, to keep the allure and, and the uh, demand up, you need to bring in the best and the biggest and try and, you know make your group break company or, or whatever you call you guys out there as 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 competitive as possible you know offering a gold pack for every every spot or offering something sure. to where you get your followers going and, and it creates a buzz i mean Layton sports cards were there Dave and Adams live breaks were there those are two big ones that i know Jaspie's Hobbyland was there shout out to those guys you know ripping wax was there but you had other guys that didn't really have anything to set up they just had a computer and so I was kind of taken aback by it. But hey, you know, we're, we're not going to discriminate, you right. know. So, you know, that's cool with, with how they set things up. But I thought that was a little interesting when I saw that.
1: But, how, now how did that go for you? Did you? I mean, <sighs> man,
0: like just the the stage, the pavilion? What, yeah, because what you,
1: you were the voice, right? You were one of yeah, the voices. I Yeah,
0: was, I, was, I was half of the voice or, or something like that. But it was tough, man. Yeah. Like, it, it was a lot of fun. I met some great people. met Brett Saberhagen. Yeah. Saw Raleigh Fingers, talked to him um met frank thomas you the last time he- i i don't think so i think he i don't even think he thought about it yeah it was kind of a quick oh hey what's up you know what sure. i mean so i thought that was kind of funny but but yeah it, it was it was interesting it was very interesting it was something that i haven't done in a while mm-hmm. i am seed this the addison kaboom town probably two three years ago that if you don't know what that is it's a big fireworks show for for the city of dallas kind of uh huge yeah huge huge event and i was the mc for that stage so i have knowledge and mc and stuff but this was a little bit different this was kind of like you know um trying to keep the the collectors um around the stage and around the pavilion okay. it wasn't these guys are sitting there setting up shop for six hours waiting for something Uh, There were obviously times like the vintage break, which was very successful. The Miracle on Ice team, they had a big picture session. Mm -hmm. Um, Those were big spots where a lot of people showed up. Also, the National Treasures basketball case break that they did on, I think, Saturday morning. Um, Those were where people, you could tell people put that in their calendars, hey, I gotta be there at this time. Other than that, it was kinda just people walking around, taking a break, eating their food, you know? So, um, it was a little different, but had a lot of fun. you know.
1: Did you get to see the vintage break? Yes, oh, yeah, so. yes,
0: i I was there and it was I saw all the items. Yeah. I picked up some of the it was crazy, yeah, absolutely crazy to see some of those I mean the the Gretzky game used hockey stick, Wow, like it was game used. like you could tell the tape there was ripped you know, there was a ripped piece it it was it was legit. Uh, the baseballs, you know, um, the the bats that were signed—it was—it it was crazy. That that was one of the highlights for sure, to see all those items.
1: Awesome! You had a little bit of a turnaround there. You had to come home quickly and Whew, get man. back up there. So I, I didn't know if you had missed it or. I almost or what. did. I yeah. almost
0: missed my flight that that Saturday morning because I mean, four flights in five days. <laughs> I don't I don't wish that on my worst enemy, you know. <laughs> uh, but it was it was fun the national was extremely successful for Beckett. Beckett grading did a great job out there. Uh, we, I think we had some record numbers as far as cards submitted, um, and just overall, you know, uh, performance. Um, uh, so special shout out to all the Beckett guys and girls. Um, but you know, one big thing that came out of this national convention was the tops Q and a now I feel like tops is on the hot seat as far as their company, but not really. But with Panini being so big and they're the top dogs right now in this industry, Tops has some sort of, you know, they they need to show their worth. You know, I mean, we all know them in baseball. Sure. You know, they're they're the guys. But, you know, they're losing football, but they're still going to be in the market somehow. Somehow. You know, so we'll see how that goes but you know there, there were also talks of maybe them going into NASCAR and even WNBA cards and so yeah this tops QA session that they had was really interesting and there's um there's a blog post on Beck.com slash news that our new um, hobby editor Ryan cracknell uh, who is awesome great guy I love Ryan yeah he, he knows his stuff and I I'm did not s- know he was Canadian you didn't, I didn't, I didn't you did not know,
1: know, know that I didn't know that but uh we won't hold that against him. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, met him at the national super cool guy. We'll have him on the show a lot, you know, phone him in cause he knows his stuff, but he was at the Q and a and he kind of wrote down some stuff regarding what went down and, you know, who said what, but you know, the big highlights uh, were obviously they, they tops wants to continue to produce football cards in 2016. and, I don't really know how that's going to work out for him. Without a license,
1: you know, it's it's not going to be an attractive product.
0: I mean, yeah, look and, at Panini with baseball. Yeah,
1: so, uh, I mean, I guess if they have a, an agreement with the NFLPA, they could still move forward with it. But it, it's not going to be something I would seek out.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think they're going to have an NFLPA, you know, license. I, I, it's not going to happen. Uh, but I... I I I don't know, you know. It it looks like their specific plans might be uh, focusing on Hall of Famers and retired players. So, you know, that might be something cool, like, you know, what Panini Cooperstown is, you know, uh, for baseball. They might do a oh tops hall of fame legends or gridiron greats or you know that, that i mean that name's taken but sure. you know figure it out that's the what your development team, thread, it's all, yeah it's all it's all, all, <laughs> all hall of famers and, and retired legends that that would be cool srp yeah. on it <laughs> <laughs> like a, a triple uh triple autograph all on card yeah. of, of all these crazy guys no that that would be really cool but um yeah another question was nascar everyone keeps talking about NASCAR
1: you know what it's missed man is it it, it really really is
0: I mean I'm not dogging NASCAR I think the cards that they produce when it was when it was out was great but I mean is it really that big of a player in the market
1: it has a, a definite definite niche mm-hmm. in the market yeah and the, those who collect it are' were passionate about it. it it's a missed it's a missed product
0: so I mean who do you think would do best with this sport? Do you think Panini would knock it out of the park? Do you need tops, upper deck? I mean, leaf? Who do you think?
1: Of those, I, w- I would have to say Panini yeah. just because of uh, I, what they did with hockey without, you know, just getting into the market. And then there towards the end with hockey, it was just an amazing product. Oh, amazing of course. Product. So yeah. um, my, my gut says Panini would do best with it. Mm-hmm. but get it back
0: Uh, yeah get it back first and see what happens yeah upper deck used to have a license yeah a long time a long time ago and and i think the reason why they don't have it now or they don't want it now is because of you know what happened back then right you know they tried it maybe it didn't really work for them so let's move on they're doing great things with hockey obviously and and their other products so they they i think want to just keep it to that sure makes sense same with leaf leaf is doing great things I saw Leaf Pop Century. Mm -hmm. Uh, They opened a case of that. Fantastic cards, absolutely incredible. Made me want to buy a box. Really? And I know it's super expensive, so that might not happen. But to get me to open a box after watching a break, that you know that that takes a lot. So that that you know, super shout out to Brian Gray because that product is incredible. Also, with the Tops Q and A, everyone complained about customer service. Of course. I mean. (laughs) <laughs> they talk about customer service and redemptions. I mean, come on, people. You know, they're doing the best that they can. You know, now that I'm in a customer service type role, I feel like they just dog them for no reason. You and think so? I think, I think there are, are cases where things might fall through the cracks, stuff like that, but the majority of the issues I think are taken care of in, in, a, in a reasonable manner. I'm not saying two months but i'm saying you know they say four to six months wait four to six months it might be seven it might be eight
1: i it just it happens it's um but hey it's a sensitive subject yeah Uh, what what do you think i've i've personally had horror stories with tops really yeah um waiting on redemptions and you know replacements coming two years later Mm -hmm. you know it's it's been it's been tough at the same time i understand that they're you know a a large company, and you know they are doing the best that they can and yeah. in most situations. I truly believe that. Yeah. But you know, you've of the companies of the of the producers, mm-hmm. you uh, tops and upper deck seem to get the most for customer service complaints. Mm. And um, but I
0: think uh, upper deck. I think they're the leaders, and well, Panini is. You know, they they do really great things over there. But I think upper deck really tries hard. I think with all now. the problems that yeah. that come out of that, but. I just I feel like people just continue to to just bash them and I, I don't think it's going to change. I you think know,
1: they're doing the best that they can, you know I, what I mean? I think part of it is is the uh is the times that, times that we live in. You know, mm. this is a right now society. Of course. You know, and I think that's a big problem. Yeah. Uh, like you said, just be patient. Mm-hmm. It, it's going to happen.
0: Exactly. Um and 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 when it doesn't happen don't go just crazy off you know, on these people, right? you know, it's, it, they're human, right, uh, you know, it, things happen, because you haven't got your freaking number to five autograph card that the athlete wasn't able to sign, because he was either lazy, didn't get it in time, or whatever the case might be, it's not the customer it's, service thing's yeah, fault, yeah, you got to be nice, to you customers. know what I mean,
1: you can get more flies with, with honey, right, so. yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, so I, I thought that was interesting, but I think the last thing that really caught my eye was that, um, the tops admitted that, you know, there are certain insert cards that are numbered to a certain level. Doesn't really mean that those cards have been distributed or that many cards have been distributed. Really? How does that make you feel? Is that kind of shady or is there something, is there something in that, that, I don't know, that maybe we're not really seeing it.
1: That's a little bit shady. Yeah. Um, it makes me leery of... I didn't hear that, so that's news to me. Yeah. that's. Uh, it makes me leery of, of, of getting into the Topps product. You know, a, a Topps product that's coming out is the Undisputed uh, Wrestling product. Yes. And I, you know, I'm really contemplating picking up a box. And, yeah. But knowing something like that is kind of, you know... Scary? Yeah.
0: Yeah, so this is from Sports Collectors Daily, and I'm just going to quote this paragraph because I think what Rich Miller said on this was, was great. So... He says, um, it's print runs are based on orders and autographs, or sometimes those numbers are adjusted downward with assurance that they meet the odds stated on the wrappers. Makes sense. All right. Topps insisted that it never produces more cards than the number stated, but sometimes the number is a bit less. So there you go. It actually might help collectors.
1: Yeah, it it could help and for some some of those cards yeah yeah
0: but in other words collecting all 299 serial number cards should you be inclined to do so is impossible 100 percent of the time so that's you know uh, yeah <laughs> but I think it's I'm glad that they said it's actually less so you know it kind of sucks for the set collectors that are looking for you know the the whole spectrum sure or whatever but um If it was different, like if it was numbered to 100, but they were actually 150, then we would have a massive just outbreak. Yeah, then there would be a a real big issue. Yeah. So I'm glad that they kind of, obviously they had to say that. Otherwise, the tops Q&A would have been a massive riot. But yeah, so, you know, it is what it is. But I think the biggest thing that comes out of this is that they're going to continue to um, get young people involved still. They're going to give out, I think they said, 5 million free packs. Before the end of the summer, wow! And the end of the summer is in a month or so, so uh, that's ridiculous. So, you know, shout out to those guys. But I think the biggest stuff, you know, with tops is is just staying on on the right track. Don't waver because you're losing the NFL PA license. Uh, Keep doing what you're doing with baseball. Maybe try and up your UFC and WWE stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe go after NASCAR. You know, if, if you hold off enough, there might be a big demand for it. You know what I mean? Um, and we all know Tops can do pretty well with, you know, putting out some products. So. You know,
1: their high-end products are, you know, right there among the best in the industry. So, yeah. and Triple Theads comes to mind, Dynasty. Oh, yeah, and, of course. Yeah. So, um, ha- they have that going for them. I think Tops is, uh, they're doing their best to correct the ship. Oh, yeah. By customers. So, yeah, exactly.
0: You know. So, uh, we'll, we'll kind of... You know, we'll we'll kind of watch this as it plays out. See if anything else comes out of this. But the Q and A was definitely interesting to see. Uh, and I guess everyone in attendance got a Jose Abreu autograph, which that's kind of cool. I'm kind of pissed that I wasn't there. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was. Uh, it looked like there was a pretty nice card for for all the people who were in attendance. But um, but before we get to the interview, I want to tell you this. So I was at the grading booth. Right. I think it was on Thursday. Um, it was either Wednesday or Thursday, I don't remember. But this this dude came up to me. He had a black past plastic bag and he was like, Are you Derek? And I was talking to a customer, so I was like, Yeah, yeah and I wasn't really paying a lot of attention, but I was trying to be nice, obviously. And he's like, Hey man, I love your show. Here's a little gift or, or something. So I was like, Oh, okay, thanks man, I appreciate it. Looked in the bag, uh, looked like a couple t shirts. So I was like, Oh sweet. So, you know I put it put it under and started working with this customer and then a couple minutes go by when when i'm done with the order and look in the bag i pull out two shirts one is the uh, hip-hop legends with biggie tupac and i think easy e and another one is an nwa t-shirt and there was a note in there from don his name's don from the oc or something like that And uh, he just said, "Hey, love your show. I remember you guys talking about hip hop on one of the shows, and I wanted to give you this because it's cool that you guys did that." So I I I emailed him a couple days ago, having her back, but just want to say shout out to you, Uh, shout out to Don for giving me those shirts, man. That's pretty sweet. My
1: first initial reaction was when I saw that picture: was which shirt is mine?
0: the thing is they're both largest yeah neither one um, fit me, and they they're a little tight on me yeah. so that's motivation to to cut probably 10 or 20 more pounds but i'm sorry eric but uh we might do a little cutoff. you know belly dancer shirt mm. you know w- would you be inclined for, for you know that i would be <laughs> you really don't even need
1: a shirt for I, that yeah i don't yeah <laughs> just give me some donuts and
0: <laughs> <laughs> yummy that's Yum. all i gotta say just yummy so yeah uh but honestly, Eric, there were so many people that came up to me and said, "I love your show," gave you uh, a shout out, say they love what you do on there. Same with Justin. I mean, he hasn't been on in a little while, but sure. you know, he's the OG here with the Becker Radio guys. So um, I'm
1: gonna give a shout out to Justin right now. All right, let's hear. It. He's going to he's going on vacation. He is, and I'm just happy for him. So shout out to Justin. <laughs> out. Ten days out. Man. Ten
0: days, Justin, North Carolina.
1: I, yeah just, I, just go have
0: fun have fun enjoy the time off and um just just yeah just enjoy it to the fullest yes um uh and yeah there's that i, I wish i could take 10 days off
2: i'm
1: i wish i could take ten days. yeah off.
0: i mean I, i'm taking five days off here in the next couple of weeks going going to see my dad uh but yeah, 10 days. That's a lot of time.
1: That's that is a lot of time. Yeah, but um, so, so so they love the show. That's awesome. Y- yeah, they love the show, um, so people I, I, people listen to us, dude. I distinctly remember being a part of that hip hop conversation. I, so yeah, no, I when that, that when That was really cool. Yeah,
0: though. when I read it, I was like I I remember exactly what what it, it was uh the Talib Kweli yeah. concert and the Eric Baddou con- around that time. Uh, so we were talking about that, but yeah, it was, I mean, with NWA, the new movie coming out yes. with Dr. Dre dropping a new, new album, his final album, finally after 15 years, dude, you don't know how excited I am about this, um, called Compton and they're going to stream it, a preview it on Apple music or Apple radio beats radio later today. Yeah, really? Dude, it's oh, Snoop Dogg, Kendrick, Eminent dude. I'm telling Kendrick's
1: you. Kendrick's on like three tracks, isn't he? Two I, or three. Yes, yeah, I'm like that. I'm it's, digging that.
0: I'm, I'm telling you. It's it's Dre. He's back. But, uh, alright. Enough hip-hop. We, we we always talk about hip-hop. and we okay. just Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. But, no, seriously, shout-out to everyone at the show, um, at the convention, who came by and, and said something awesome about the show. Like, it means a lot to me, uh, and it means a lot just to all of us that one, people are listening, right? and then two, people are actually listening for the right reasons, and that's to get info, content, and all that good stuff, and not just to talk crap about us on, on social media, yeah. which that does happen. But hey, haters gonna hate, you yeah, know? It, it's
1: a yeah, it's an hour-long commercial.
0: <laughs> yeah, the hour-long commercial of, of nothing but commercials. Yes. Uh, With that said, we're gonna take a commercial. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be right back uh we're gonna have a uh, a great interview with the commons for kids uh it's everyone needs to get involved uh they've they've uh, donated more than five million cards in in six years or something like that incredible numbers uh so stay tuned for that but uh you're listening to beckett radio with Derek and eric we'll be right back all right do you love to play fantasy
1: sports even if you don't it makes watching games more fun when you can win cash
0: Did I say that you can win cash each and every day on Beckett Daily Fantasy Sports?
1: Yes, you can play every day or week of the season and win cash.
0: Playing Daily Fantasy Sports on BeckettFantasy.com is easy and takes little time to play.
1: There are free contests daily and paid entry contests that start as low as $1.
0: It only takes a few minutes to sign up and play. Draft your lineup and challenge your friends.
1: What are you waiting for? Sign up now on www.fantasy.beckett.com.
0: Beckett Fantasy Sports. Invite, play, win. All right, so our for our special feature interview on Beckett Radio, I'm having the pleasure on the phone we have Mr. Jerry Milburn of Commons for Kids. Jerry, how's it going? Pretty good.
2: How's it going with
0: you? Man, it's been a long day and you know, we talked just recently how crazy it's been to try and get my radio equipment set up here at the office. Uh, it's been a busy time with the National, but we're trying to keep, uh, keep things settled down here. But uh, I'm glad I have you on the phone because I want to talk to you about this awesome uh, charity initiative that you are doing. And it's called Commons for Kids. And uh, one of the Beckett Radio listeners kind of uh, put us in touch on Twitter And I'm glad I have you, so I kind of just want to start it off by saying, where did Commons for Kids start, and who was really behind this initiative?
2: I live in Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. It's kind of central Kentucky, located near Lexington, probably about 30 minutes from there. Okay. And um, I've been collecting cards since probably around 1987 or so, and um, I just had my Commons stored back in a closet in a bunch of diaper boxes, and I was cleaning (laughs) out my closet I found, like, tons. I had about 100,000 commons that I didn't want. I wasn't going to do anything with. Um, I didn't want to throw them away because, I mean, that was a big chunk of my childhood. And um, I didn't really want to give them to Goodwill because I've been in there before, and they have cards, but they don't really know what they are. So they put a huge amount, like a huge price tag on them, and kids can't buy them. So uh, the thought would just popped in my head, you know, there's some children's homes around here. So I would just give those cards to them as I went through and sorted them. You know, probably 5000 here, 5000 there. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, that was pretty much it. It was just going to be my common cards. And, and not so much just common cards, but just cards that were common to me. Okay. Um, I'm a Reds collector, so if I buy a pack of cards, you know, the Reds player may be more important to me than, you know, someone else, like an Owen Ryan or something. hmm from back then, so to me, I would just pop that over in the comments section, because it wasn't really important to me, so it was commons, all-stars, Hall of Fame, all that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, now, do you remember the first card that was ever donated outside of your personal collection?
2: I don't remember the first card, kind of what happened is I started donating my cards, I created the webpage, just kind of a way to kind of show what I was donating, like my cards, stuff like that. And it got, real, it, picked, it got picked up on Google really quick in search engines. So I had a lady from Boston contact us, and you know, she was like, I like the idea, I want to give you the cards that my husband had when he was a kid. And it kind of blew my mind, so I was like, "You know, sure, go ahead, you, know, you can mail them to us. So when she mailed them, you know, we got a box or two from her, so we just kind of put those cards in with our inventory we already had and just kept donating so where my cards ended and hers began, I'm not 100% sure. Um, <laughs> so I'm not really sure what, I mean, you know, they all kind of blur together after a while.
0: Yeah, they're, they're just pieces of cardboard after a while that the faces Yeah, and they, the, they really <laughs> are. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I, w- I was checking out your website. Uh, and and we'll talk about your website a little more after so you can plug it and and show where people can help you guys out. But I saw a lot okay. of pictures of of former and current athletes, and especially prospects that have helped out with this charity. So I just want to ask, what's it like to be able to work with these athletes for a common goal?
2: Um, well, I mean, I've had you know I've had good experiences or've had bad experiences. Um, we've had several people like uh, Jay Bruce, Dale Murphy, who have uh, retweeted our stuff. We've had people like Delta O'Neill, who's the Bengals. He sent us a bunch of autographed cards. Nice. Um, Rick Smith, Smiths, who played for the Pacers, he found out about us some way, and he actually sent his personal collection of cards, and then he sent like probably 150 of his own cards autographed. Oh wow! Um, You know, so I mean, that was really cool. Um, The best experience we uh, we did a donation for a little league uh, here locally, and Austin Kearns, who played for the Reds and some other teams, lives about 30 minutes away in Lexington. Mm-hmm. And one of our followers contacted uh, the University of Kentucky baseball coach, who used to coach Austin, and just asked him, you know, if he would come and do some autographs for us. And he came out. He spent two or three hours talking to the kids, signing autographs. Um, and you know, he didn't charge us anything. He didn't ask for anything in return. I mean he just showed up and was was great. Yeah. Uh, I mean he stayed probably about 3 hours of his own time just hanging out with the with the fans and stuff.
0: That that's really so that cool. cool. And yeah, and that's something yeah. that you really don't hear in the news is, you know, former athletes just spending, a, you know, a few hours of their time uh, and you know, it's not like it's, it's one of the, uh, like, a uh, Frank Thomas or, or, uh, Randy Johnson, but you know, Austin Kearns, I, I remember Austin, uh, when I was a kid and, and I know a lot of people do. So it's really cool to see that side of things in sports and in the hobby. Uh, so, you know, special shout out for Austin Kearns for doing that. But, um, I, I gotta ask Jerry, what is the uh, total amount of cards that have been donated since you guys started this whole thing,
2: well, I mean we on our web page um, on our social media sites and all that good stuff, we have like a little tracker that we keep track, so the total is actually five million two hundred and thirteen thousand two hundred and sixty one cards Wow, and that obviously i mean it's not exact, I would <laughs> say it was it would be give or take, maybe only about five hundred yeah um, I mean, we we get a box of cards and We've done it for so long, we kind of know, you know, if we get like a large flat rate box from the United States Post Office, we know that's going to hold about 5,000 cards. Okay. Um, you know, so at first we uh, we actually counted out the cards of like stacks of 150 and bagged them, you know, because we were only donating about 5,000 cards at a time. So mm. they would be individually bagged. Um, when we started working with bigger charities like Ronald McDonald House, um, Boys and Girls Clubs, you know, we were donating 100,000 cards to them at one time. Mm. So we didn't really have the time to hand-count every card. Yeah. Um, but we, we still have to sort every card. Okay. Because a lot of times we'll get donations from, like, you know, someone's father's passed away, so they don't really know what they are, so they just give them all to us. Mm-hmm. And if there's something in there that has a book value of $25 or more, you know, we send it back, mm. you know, because we're not trying to rip off anybody. So we're kind of like, hey – you may not know this was in there. We'll send it back to you so you can try to sell it or whatever you want to do. Yeah. But sometimes there'll actually be like adult cards.
0: Uh oh. You know, we
2: <laughs> run across like bench warmers. Yeah. Like Playboy. I mean, we've got some really adult cards. Mm-hmm. So we have to sort the cards. Every card, because we don't want take. You know, we don't want to take those to children's homes. Of course. So, uh, so I mean, we count ninety. I would say ninety-five percent of the cards we count. Yeah. So I mean that, that 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 number is a really close number, probably within 500. I mean, give or take. Yeah, and it's pretty it's pretty close.
0: Yeah, pretty close. And you know, the, you said that this last year alone, you've you've gotten over two million donations of cards. Uh, which is absolutely insane. And uh, October 17th of this year will be your four year anniversary of your first donation. So that's a big milestone, uh, to, to see come, come across. So, you know, special congrats to you guys over there. But, um, now I want to talk about the future. The future of Commons for Kids. What's what's the future hold for this? I mean, any any steps on trying to go out to you know exclusive teams or maybe even you know Major League Baseball or or exclusively with a Panini or a Topps?
2: We've reached out to some card companies. The, the only ones that really helped us has been Upper Deck, mm. and they sent us a huge box. I mean, a huge box of brand new hockey cards, like 2015 hockey cards. Nice. And, I mean, it was a it was probably the, one of the biggest boxes we've ever gotten. So, um, you know, they've helped out a lot. As far as going, I mean, you know, when we first started, it was my cards. And we got a few donations, but I was continuing to buy cards. So it kind of, it took a while to build up and build up. But when we've been on Twitter and Facebook and we're kind of uh, newspaper articles and stuff, it's built up to where we get I would guess probably 50 to 75,000 cards per week left on our porch. Yeah. And we've got cards from 44 different states. We've gotten cards from Italy, uh, Canada, United Kingdom. You know, so the plan was to donate, you know, a million cards probably in 10 years.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, And then that kind of blew by. So then I was like, well, maybe we could donate 5 million in 10 years. mm You know, so it it built up to where we are donating about a million per year. Yeah. But the more people hear about it, the more cards we get. So um, we donated our five millionth card. And once I actually did the numbers, it put us at two million just for this year. And we were completely empty. Um, That was a couple weeks ago. And we've already, we're already right back up to about 75,000 cards waiting to find a home. Yeah. I mean we got we have, you know, every sport you could think of. Um, right now we have like Star Wars cards, we have uh, Pokemon cards, we have it's amazing how many cards that people like send us the different types.
0: Yeah. And um, and, so, and Yeah, like like yeah. you were saying, it's not just sports specific, you know. You guys have, you know, T V and and movie cards, obviously garbage pail kids are, are a huge Huge hit with the kids, so that's really cool that people are donating that. Uh, but not just cards; y- you're, you're talking about autographed baseballs, bats, you know, uh, bobbleheads, and like you said, even comic books. Like that's incredible right. to see that it that it's kind of taking more of a just a, a, a I, I don't know, just it's it's going outside of sports cards and, and collectibles and into a whole new world, you know. Right? Yeah.
2: It's I mean, it's blown up from what what it was meant to be. Um, you know, we get bobbleheads. I mean, we've had, uh, one guy up in Cincinnati, he owned a card shop. He donated like, um, a Mickey Mantle jersey card. Oh, wow. He got, uh, donated a bunch of like 19, maybe 08 or something, uh, tobacco really? cards.
0: Oh, that's awesome.
2: I mean, so, you know, we've, we've had cards with a book value of up to 150 bucks. Mm-hmm. And when we, you know, tell the people, Hey, this is what you have. You know, some of them say, we just don't want them. We don't care what you do. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So what we do is we try to take the cards and match them up with the kids. Mm. Like, we get a lot of wrestling cards. Mm. Uh, that seems to be a really big thing. So we take the wrestling cards and sit up at local wrestling shows so that those cards go to the kids who are actually fans of wrestling. Yeah. Um, we, like, we'll get, like, a, we have, like, Terminator cards. We've got Nightmare on Elm Street cards, Garbage Trail Kids so we took those cards and we set up at a thing called Scarefest, mm-hmm. which is like a, a horror movie type thing. And we were set up there, and we had a bunch of celebrity cards. And Malcolm McDowell, who was in, um, he's in a bunch of stuff.
0: Oh yeah, he's he's but, all uh, over. Yeah,
2: he heard about that we were there, so he sent for me to come over and to bring his cards, and he autographed them right there for us. Really? You know, so he signed them. He's like, "Hey, it's a great thing you're doing. Let me sign these cards for you." So you can donate them, you know, so we donated them. Um, so we, we try to really, we try to take baseball to like little leagues, um, basketball to like YMCA basketball camps. Yeah. We try our best to kind of match the card with the kid, So you don't have a kid who's not into wrestling getting a bunch of wrestling cards.
0: Yeah, Exactly. So. Um, yeah. Well, one last question and, and I appreciate you taking the time to, to uh, call in and, and talk to us here on Becca Radio. but Jerry, let's talk about what's something that you really would like to do or see with this charity that you haven't really been able to accomplish quite yet.
2: Um, you know I would, We have hit when you go to our webpage, we have a place up there. you click on, it, it has all the charities that are listed that we've worked with.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And we have literally pretty much hit every charity in the state of Kentucky really um, we've expanded we've went as far as St. Louis Pittsburgh Chattanooga Indianapolis Cincinnati the big circle but I mean, we've hit every charity and a lot of them we've actually had to hit twice because you know it's, it's really hard to get out yeah um, right now you know, we have like a really old van and we've had that van since we first started so we've driven that van to St. Louis to Pittsburgh all over and now it's, it's way up there in miles, so it's kind of limiting where we can get. So, you know, hopefully the plan would be to try to get, like, a more reliable van. Yeah. So we could, you know, take weekend trips, even week-long trips, and just spread out as far as we can. Yeah. Um, we've pretty much made it to where anytime we go anywhere on vacation, we take cards with us. Mm. You know, if we're, if we're going to go down to Tennessee for the weekend – I pick up the phone, I call charities in Tennessee and say, hey, we're going to be there, can we bring some cards down to you? Yeah. Um, That gives us, you know, because the cards keep coming in, but the charity list is kind of getting smaller and smaller because we've already donated so many. So the farther out we can get, the better off we're going to be. Yeah. So, you know, I would like to, I mean, personally, I would like to be able to donate cards to kids in all 50 states. Would be kind of like the dream thing.
0: Yeah well um how, how could people yeah. get you know uh involved with you know not just helping out with cards but maybe in other ways? Is there an email that they can contact you or, or a phone number?
2: Yeah, um the email is just my first name jerry J-E-R-R-Y, at commonforkids.org
0: and that's that's the uh, that's the number four, correct. Yeah, number four. So, all right, so and jerry that's, that's, at commons4kids.org, perfect. And, right, uh, yeah. And you guys have a Twitter page. I see it's at uh, commons4kids, the number four, all one right. word, and obviously right. your website, um, which has an awesome commercial, by the way. Uh, I, I watched that earlier today, and I was laughing a little bit. That was a great great little commercial, but it's commonsforkids.org. Um right. it's yeah it's and you know one last thing before I let you go Jerry I think it's really awesome that every millionth card that you guys have is a 1989 Upper Deck Ken Griffey Jr rookie um and and you try and donate af- you know every millionth card that's that's the card you give out so that's you know that that kind of brings everything into perspective because you know when we were all kids that was the card to go after you know
2: Right yeah yeah, I um, we, I mean, we live in a really small town, and it's really hard to get trading cards around here where it was. Now, you know, Walmart has them. Yeah. But we didn't really have a card shop here. We didn't really have anything. The little lo- local grocery store may have a few packs. Um. So, you know, that card was like the card to get. And I never could actually pull one. I mean, I bought pack and pack and pack. I never could pull one. Mm-hmm. So... My mom ended up buying me one. It was like ten bucks. She mm-hmm. found it in Lexington. It was like ten bucks, um, and I pretty much carried the card. I, mean, I was a kid, so I pretty much carried the card with me everywhere. Yeah. So it got dirty. It got bent. It got just destroyed. But I mean, I still have that card. You know, that card is worthless. <laughs> but I still have it hanging up on my wall in my room. Yeah. The the bent destroyed card, <laughs> um, and it was always. Just like the main card, and I'm, I've always been a Griffey Junior fan, so it's like, you know, t- well, we can give them all the the new stuff, and when we get we get, you know, we have some people who are box breakers who offer their customers, you know, we'll send you the hits, and then we'll just send the comments straight to comments for kids. Yeah. So we have like a steady stream of of new stuff coming in, and we get all the old stuff, mm-hmm. but we want to try to give them. Like big, you know, give out cards that actually meant something to, you know, the hobby, not just, you know. So that card for me, as far as that like represents my entire childhood. It represents the entire trading card, you know, industry for me. Yeah. So we give that out. We've given uh, two graded. One was a grade nine, and one was a grade nine point five. Mm. Um, and then we've give other ones. So and we always, you know, we we try to we take pictures of everything that we donate. We take pictures of the places, but we try not to take really pictures of too many of the kids, legal issues, stuff like that. Yeah, of course. So we always make sure that 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 millionth card with the Griffey that we have a picture showing, you know, the kid holding it or where it's going, mm-hmm. and we always try to make that one kind of a special event kind yeah. of deal. Yeah. Um, to celebrate
0: and Instead that's of just dropping it off somewhere exactly and that's that's kind of make it, it like you said it's a celebration you know cuz to hit a million cards is one thing but to keep hitting it you know time after time after time that's just you know that's you know you're doing something right so Uh, that's really awesome to, to see, but Jerry, I appreciate your time and, and I, I hope nothing but the best for your, uh, you, uh, the people involved with this charity and just Commons for kids as a whole. Uh, we're going to try and help you guys out. We'll, we'll see if we can, uh, find some cards around the Beckett area and and send them your way. And if you need anything on our end, we're, uh, we're more than happy to help out. All right.
2: Awesome. That's great. You know, that's, um, on our Twitter, everything we post, we kind of like a, our own little hashtag. Okay. And it's a C4K family, which is, I've I'm, I'm created that mostly to show because when we do newspaper places or TV or whatever, they always, I've donated a million cards and I haven't donated five million cards. Yeah. You know, I donated a little over 100,000 cards. Mm-hmm. So, you know, on our webpage, we have a list of everyone who's ever donated to us. Nice, because they are the ones who you know I would have stopped four years ago once my cards were gone. Yeah. they just keep sending cards you know to and they could just easily throw them away and save the money, yeah, um you know because when you think about it, a large flat rate box that holds about five thousand cards is roughly eighteen dollars, yeah, so you divide five million, you know that's a lot of money, oh yeah post office is made <laughs> so um so you know that's real important for us is that. People realize that it's not me. It's it's everyone that's like ever donated to us. That's well, real important, too.
0: Definitely. Well, Jerry, I appreciate your time, and thanks so much. And everyone, check out Commons for Kids, uh, www.commons4kids.org. The check them out on Twitter, at Commons4kids, the number four, all one word. And uh, if you guys want to help out Jerry and this great cause, just give him an email, jerry, J-E-R-R-Y, at commonsforkids.org. Uh, jerry, appreciate your time, and you have a good one, all right?
2: Uh, you too. Thanks.
0: Well, that pretty much wraps it up for another edition of Becca Radio. Mr. Eric, how how do you think that interview was?
1: You know, uh, it's interesting. It's uh, obviously a good cause. I'm, I'm behind it. I gotta, I'm not even kidding. I have a shoebox full of cards at my desk right now. I'm going to go. There you go. take care of it yeah
0: take care of it send it uh send it over to to jerry over at commons for kids his email's uh jerry j-e-r-r-y at commons the number four kids.org their website's commonsforkids.org. check it out i mean they do some great stuff over there um but just a great initiative and a lot of players former athletes are getting involved with this too so you see guys like sig- signatures for soldiers. Commons for kids that are doing big things here, you know.
1: Can I give a shout out to Signature? For yeah. go I right. got my uh, Greg Olson and uh, I ordered. I guess it's been about a month. Yeah, and I got it. Got it in the mail pretty quickly, and I nice. was very happy with it. Yeah. Um, great organization. We we talked about them before. Not to take away from Commons for Kids, but oh, uh, yeah. you know, any, anybody that's, that's going to you know support the, their communities like that through cards, it's yeah. really awesome. With me, yeah.
0: Man. No, it's it's really awesome, and we try and help. As best we can out here at Becca radio so we'll try and get a box or two together for of Commons that we got stuffed away in the back sure uh, give them out but uh, before we go we we have a we had a giveaway a couple weeks ago we have a couple rated rookie shirts um, so I'm gonna give those away right now and the the lucky winner is Shani Pelled, s-h-a-n-i p-e-l-l-e-d I think I just butchered the crap out of your name, so I sincerely apologize for that. But you did send us an email, and I'm giving you these shirts away. So that's that's pretty good. Rated rookie shirts.
1: I'm not even going to attempt to yeah. say the name. I, yeah, I tried. But Shiny, congratulations.
0: Shawnee Paled. That's that's the best I'm giving it. So, uh, yeah, congratulations. Send us your uh, address so we can get these shirts out to you. But um, I'm, I'm going to show you the, the lineup. Mr. Eric Norton for, for the shows in August. All right. We, we just did comments for kids next week. We're going to have Brian Gavin of ultimate box breaks on dude did great things up at the national with, with case breaking and all that stuff with Panini. Uh, they had a kid's case break. Mm-hmm. He was one of the guys involved with that. A great dude loves to talk. So, Uh, works out for us awesome Uh, we're all also going to have tops bunt and the uh, just the tops digital apps i guess editor-in-chief which is chris vaccaro uh, of tops he's going to come on and talk a little bit um i mean the rich klein's going to come come and talk about his upcoming show in in dallas uh there there were a couple other people that want to get on the show so we're going to have a lot of fun eric rich klein rich klein hey i forgot to show you this look at this Rich Klein had a baseball I card. I saw that, That's and he—I'll uh, I'll send a picture out on Twitter. But it's—it's it's, um, legendary, it, to say the least. To say the least. And he personalized it, so unfortunately, I can't sell it on eBay. But uh, I think it's a short print. I think it's a short print I think card. So. Yeah. Yo,
1: I—I'm uh, gonna give Rich Klein a little bit of a heads up right now. Yeah. Uh, Kenny Gant is gonna be at his se- September show. He's, oh yeah. He's the autograph guest. Oh. I don't, that sounds name. familiar. It might, he's the shark man he's uh yep. not being a cowboys huge cowboys fan or anything like that but I remember Kenny again yeah and he was bad <laughs> so <laughs> I will bad isn't good yeah bad isn't good <laughs> I will definitely be at that show in September
0: yeah no his ship his September show is coming up on uh, September 6th I think and he has another show coming up here in a couple weeks I think it's August, August. 15th and 16th uh, if I'm if I'm so not yes, mistaken. Be next weekend yeah so next weekend so check that out. But it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, but like I said, Becker Radio, we're doing big things here. The month of August, month of September, uh, we're gonna talk all about the national convention. You know, as we go on with people that, uh, you know, Chris Vakara was there, Brian Gavin was there. We'll get some other people that were there uh, to talk about it, their successes at the at the show. So we'll have some fun. But we'll also we'll give away some free stuff. That's that's obviously a given. So stay tuned for that. But um, yeah, let's let's wrap it up, Eric. Uh, great show. Yes sir. Appreciate you coming to my desk hey, in the grading department. I like Pre- your digs over here. Yeah, there. you like it? I tried to make it like how it was over in the other side of the building. Yeah. Um, but I'm trying. You I'm really well. trying. You did well. Yeah, got this Tristratus autograph, Bob Hayes, Gaylord Perry right there. Mm. But I'm trying. I'm getting it. So I uh, also have a gnome. I have a gnome. I have a Texas Rangers gnome with my bobbleheads. Gnomes are creepy. Yeah, gnomes are You know what I want to do?
1: I want to get like a thousand gnomes mm-hmm. and just put them in my yard in a military formation <laughs> what? and then not talk about it. <laughs> just keep it there. Just keep it there. That you know, would be weird. Yeah, neighbors ask me. I can't talk about yeah,
0: that. Yeah, can't talk about that's that's classified information. Yes. Yeah, yeah it's supported by the United States government. <laughs> Just be like, uh all right. <laughs> all right. So on that note, that is officially the time where we call it because awesome. this this show is dead. Oh. So yeah, unfortunately. Time of death, right now. I killed it. I killed it. <laughs> all right, Eric. Appreciate you coming on as always. We'll get you on soon. But uh, thanks everyone for listening to Becca Radio for another week. We'll see you guys later. Have a good one.